So if Trump gets reelected, what? Fucking cities burn. What we gotta do? Yeah, I mean, we don't have a lot of time left. We have to save like human civilization. And obviously, Trump you don't give two about making sure that the world doesn't. Guys like that. What are we gonna do with them? Gulag. <laughs> Liberals get the fucking wall first. What are we gonna do with those people that resist the change? Because that's a big deal. Well, I'll tell you what. In Cuba, what do they do to reactionaries? They shot them on the beach. So much tolerance. So much diversity. So much, well, you think that all came from some 1920s tyrant? It didn't. This was stuff that was recorded by um, a group of journalists that actually interviewed the Bernie campaign. I think we need to finish the second part of Bernie's ascension and why it needs to end. This is Gene, and you're listening to Dumbasses Talking Politics. You ever do anything and just regret saying you did it, and then you had to, like, change the way things are? Well, that's what happened here when I said this was going to be a two-part series, because I got a feeling this is going to be a three-part series. And how I realized this was going to be a three-part series is because... I actually cut the vid, I cut the audio and I realized, oh my God, I've got like four minutes of audio here. And so I'm not exactly sure what's going to happen today. Uh, I, and I'm going to stop after 30 minutes and all. But I, I'm listening to this stuff and it just ticks me off. And I decided to go really downtown on it. And I'm going to do that today. So last time we talked about Bernie's ideals, we talked about... Um, the Green New Deal or climate change and things like that. But we never talked about the dangers. Now, I said that Bernie's beliefs were dangerous, but most normal people don't look at Bernie's beliefs and think that these are actually dangerous. They think, okay, well, Bernie says what he says and whatever. It's never going to end up like this. And then Project Veritas goes out and interviews like six or seven Bernie supporters, Bernie bros. And these are guys that are directly involved in the Bernie Sanders campaign. And it's like, oh my God, are you serious? Now, I told you right off the bat, I brought this up in the first place because Bernie won Iowa. Bernie came in second in Iowa. But received one delicate less in Iowa. So Bernie did very well in Iowa. And by the way, they're doing a recount in that mass disaster, which is Iowa. So it's possible Bernie is going to win Iowa. Well, Bernie won New Hampshire yesterday. And it is projected that Bernie is going to win Nevada. If Bernie wins Nevada, Joe Biden is done. And that means probably Elizabeth Warren is done which means all of Elizabeth Warren and Joe Biden's votes are going to end up on Bernie's side. He has a straight path 
to the to being the nominee. I mean, he's ahead of everyone except uh, Buttigieg, and Buttigieg is not going anywhere. Let's let's call it what it is. I mean, a guy who's the mayor of eight thousand people is not going to become president of the United States. Definitely not going to become president of the United States if he's gay and married to another man. When it comes to um, Middle America, it's not going to happen. Yeah, he's going to be fantastic in Massachusetts and New York and Los Angeles and San Francisco. He's not going to do well in Texas, Oklahoma, or anywhere else. So let's call it what it is. Um, Bernie's democratic socialism is bad, and its main focus is tyranny. And this is what the main argument was last time. It's tyranny, it's suffering, it's slavery. Now, I'm, an old, I'm old. I've been free. I've acknowledged freedom. I've been patriotic since my childhood. My parents raised me that way. My school taught me that. Over, Our church used to bless America during every Mass, and I'm a Catholic, so it was a thing. People back when I was a kid loved America. Black, white, Hispanic, Asian, Christians, Jews, men, women, and anyone else. The only exception was Islamists who hated America way back then. So it, it, this is the whole thing. Of course, now we've got several Islamists, radical Islamists in Congress right now. They always hated America. With all the years of living in a great country and seeing our country is so much better today than it was back in the 70s when I was raised, why would I worry about our country, that our country will fundamentally transform into something we fought back in the Cold War during the 50s, 60s, 70s, and 80s? Uh, the problem is people are not as old as I am. The last couple of generations and the next generation, I suspect, will not have to worry about nuclear war, proxy wars started by the Soviet Union, who they probably don't even know what that is. Um, wars in Korea, wars in Vietnam, those are the proxy wars, because that were caused by the red menace of the Soviet Union. They won't acknowledge the Cold War. They don't know what that is. They don't know what tyranny is. And they decide to see the United States as tyrannical, which is weird because we are the freest nation in the world. They see Donald Trump as tyrannical. And Donald Trump is far from tyrannical. I know he posted a meme out there. It's a great meme. He posted a meme out there that said that he was going to be president forever. I mean, he had himself as president in 4000 AD. I'm pretty sure with his weight, probably not an issue. Even if Bernie does not openly call for revolution, and he actually is calling for a revolution, his movement is a revolution. But that's Bernie's platform. That's all he has. He's a revolutionary. 
He's always been that way, and he's always saying it throughout his campaign. He said it throughout his campaign in 2016 when he got his butt kicked, or he got cheated out of the election, out of the uh, primaries in 2016. He's calling his campaign a movement, a revolution. Here's the thing. He has no solutions that will be embraced for anything. For example, he keeps talking about this Medicare for all thing. And the reality is he doesn't know how to deal with it. How are you going to pay for it? How are you going to start it? Anytime he's asked, no, that's not what we're going to talk about. And But that's not the only thing he wants to nationalize. Uh, our our health care is not the only thing he wants to nationalize. He wants to nationalize Wall Street. He wants to nationalize the energy sector. He wants to nationalize education, which, by the way, is already nationalized. We're going to talk about that later. He wants this all in the name of a Marxist utopia. Here's the problem. It's numbers. Donald Trump has really raised a lot of numbers that are going to go against Bernie Sanders. Those numbers include unemployment being at 3.6%. Those numbers include wages up from point up uh, from last month of 0.03 to an astonishing $28.44 an hour. That's right. The average national hourly wage is $28.44. This crap about Bernie wanted to raise the minimum wage to $15 an hour is crap. It's unnecessary. People who can make their way are making on average of almost $29 an hour. It's crap. Um... The average number of hours worked has gone up to, get this, almost 35 hours a week. This is another socialist um, talking point, that people have to work two to three jobs. Well, if you're working 34 to 35 hours a week, you probably don't have a second job, much less a third. It's crap. They are weaving lies, and that's what socialists do. Now, I know that Bernie likes to call himself a democratic socialist, but I don't know what that means. Uh, there's no such thing as a democratic socialist. He can talk about Norway and Sweden. They're not socialist countries. Remember, socialism is an economic system. It is not a political system. Communism is a political system. Okay? Um Dictatorship is a political system. Fascism, uh, socialism, capitalism, these are economic systems. So whenever you sit there and say, well, I'm a democratic socialist, that's Bernie trying to fake things out. Democratic democracies are actually political systems. By the way, we're not a democracy. We are a democratic republic, which means we vote for people. Those people actually vote on things. That's the democracy part. So that's the democratic Republican part. But I can tell you what, um, Bernie still needs to point to me 
one democratic socialist country in the world besides Venezuela. Oh, wait a minute. Venezuela is a tyranny. They are a dictatorship. But that's what Hugo Chavez pushed, that they were a democratic socialist environment. We're going to get more into that. Here's the problem with Bernie's movement uh, being seen as a revelation, being seen by the Bernie bros. These are the people that support Bernie. They're sounding a lot like Marx. They really believe in communism rule, communist rule, because capitalism is bad. Now, Karl Marx, Karl Marx believed that communism would eventually um, lead to, uh, or capitalism would eventually lead to communism, because capitalism cannot survive. Capitalism will die. Well, here's the problem. He was wrong. Because no capitalist country actually sunk so bad that it ended up being communist. And Lenin modified Marx's theories to believe that, no, communism is good and communism should control. And if people don't realize that communism is good, they should be forced to go into communism because it's good. That's what Lenin did. That's why Lenin was the leader of the Soviet Union, because he did this. And by the way, Castro did this. Um, the North Korean leader did this. Hugo Chavez did this. Hitler did this, sort of. Hitler didn't really do it. He was more of a fascist, which is a different type. If you never heard my political or you never heard my economic breakdown of any of this stuff, go back to a past podcast, because the reality is fascism, socialism, communism, they're all the same thing. They're, uh, communism is a little different because that's both an economic and political system, whereas socialism, fascism, capitalism, those are all economic systems. So it gets kind of confusing. Um. The Bernie Bros like Lenin. They like Stalin. They like Mao. They like Kim Il Sung. They like Castro. Kim Sung uh, Kim Il Sung is the leader of North Korea when he made it a totalitarian government. Uh, take what the state needs. That's the goal of communism and socialism. The state is what's important. The individual doesn't mean anything. It's all about the collective. And so it doesn't matter. Lenin did this. Stalin did this. Mao did this. Castro did this. Um, Il-sung did this in North Korea. Mao. Yeah, well, I said Mao. They actually said, okay, well, the state needs this. We're taking it. Yes, I know it's privately owned, but there is no privacy in communism and socialism. But here's the thing that's really scary. If Bernie loses, we're looking at revolution, according to the Bernie bros. We're looking at civil war, and they will fight. Now, the good news is the Bernie bros are really irrelevant. They're very a very small group. You're going to have people who want to vote for Bernie, but they're not going to go to war for Bernie. So let's call it what it is. In this next clip from Project Veritas, 
the undercover interviewer is speaking to a young, to young people who are involved in the Bernie Sanders campaign. These people are literally site captains in the Bernie Sanders campaign. And of course, they're all young. They're under 30. They've all got beards. They're all drinking. They're all smoking weed. And I got to be honest with you, it is absolutely chilling. So let's listen and then break this stuff down. So do we just seize, do we just dissolve the, the Senate, House of Representatives, the Judicial Branch, and have somebody like Bernie Sanders and a cabinet of people make all the decisions for the climate? I mean, I'm serious. Yeah, the executive. Can't, we can't address the immediacy of the climate change on the current. Gridlock. Lock on wood. If Bernie, right, if Bernie was to lose, I would like to see Yellow Vest protests like here, stateside. I'm already on Twitter following numerous groups around the country that are ready to organize Yellow Vest protests. Okay. I mean, I'm ready. Let me know. I'm ready to start tearing bricks up and start fighting. Good. I'm not. I'm no, no cop, bro. I'm, I'm, I'll straight up, I'll straight up get arms. I want to learn how to shoot and go train. I'm ready for. The all right. I'm telling you. Good stuff. Guillotine the rich. Hell yeah. The guillotine is very humane too. Yeah. It's, it's humane. It's humane. It's more humane than the cool. That. No. I mean, that's debatable. Like, I think I'm of the belief that you know I've read a little bit about the gulags. I think they're blown a little bit out of proportion. They were they were mostly for education. I think. I don't know. What? Montana's like, she hears this spiel from me all the time. Oh, really? Yeah. I thought you guys were like, no way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I think they were more for no, education. I'm like, yeah. yeah, I think they're more for education. I like, realize they're founded as free education. Things. Right. What? I mean, I, I, I have, we have a joke that people we don't like, we say, send them to the gulag. What will help is when we send all the Republicans to the re-education. <laughs> Can you imagine Mitch McConnell? Oh god, he wouldn't survive a day. Lindsey Graham? <laughs> I only learned this in college when I started studying the Soviet Union. The Soviet Union was not horrible. No, it wasn't. I mean, for women's rights, the Soviet Union is, I think, the most progressive place to date in the world. Racial rights, too. Yeah. Now, I know that was a really long audio clip, and I apologize for it, but I think it's really important. These, these comments were not made by somebody in the 60s. These comments were made in, in 2019 and 2020. I think this is extremely scary that you have a group of people, whether they be small or not is irrelevant because I don't think Bernie Sanders group is really that large, but they have that kind of following and their thinking is so twisted. These people want to commit violence to people. Um, so here's the thing. How do we know it's true? We know this crap is true because social media has banned Project Veritas from just about everything right now. I can't even find Project Veritas's videos on YouTube anymore. I have to hunt for this crap. And by the way, we've always known that social media was going to get worse as the election got closer. And as it became very apparent 
that the Democratic candidates would have no chance. And that's exactly what's happening. Let's go over a couple things, because this was a long clip. I won't lie, it's a long clip, clip and I'm going to have quite a bit to say about it. So let's go over step by step. And by the way, that's going to take us to the end of the podcast. We're going to have to go for the third part of the podcast on Friday. First things first, we should dissolve our government of all its checks and balances to allow Bernie and his cabinet, or should I say Politburo, to run things. Tyranny, anyone? This was one of the first safeguards that our founding fathers put into the government was that you were going to have a legislative branch, a judicial branch, and an executive branch, and all three branches would call each other out. These idiots are calling to eliminate those branches so that Bernie can handle climate change. Which, by the way, these idiots are... We're going to talk about why they're so brainwashed into climate change. If Bernie loses, let's start a revolution. Basically, let's start a... They, they want to start a civil war. Considering none of those guys are for gun... those All those guys are for gun control. None of those guys know how to use guns, as, as the uh, interviewee admitted. I feel pretty confident that they're not going anywhere. But what's scary is that is a thought. The next thing is the guillotine, the rich garbage. Those evil entrepreneurs. Uh, This really bothers me because this is based on jealousy. This is completely based on jealousy. I, okay, they're rich. Yeah, you know something? You don't become rich because you sit your fat, fat butt on a bed, a couch watching watching reruns of Friends. That doesn't happen. You actually did something to become... Jeff Bezos, did he do something to become rich? Yeah, he made one of the greatest companies on Earth. How about this? Not just on Earth. In human civilization. Mark Zuckerberg, did he do something? Yeah. And by the way, everyone forgets what Mark Zuckerberg did or Jeff Bezos did to become what they were. They worked their butts off. They sacrificed. They risked money. They did things. Yeah, they cheated here and there. But so did Bill Gates, who's a liberal Democrat. So this is this is scary. You want to kill the people that actually create in our society. By the way, where did the guillotines come from? It was the end of Western civilization where the guillotine came from. It came from the French Revolution, which, by the way, espoused the same belief system as as tyrants. They killed everybody. They killed people who believed in the French Revolution. Anyone who sits there and tries to compare the French Revolution to the American Revolution is an idiot. Be very careful. Learn about the French Revolution. The French Revolution was a mob scene. 
It had nothing to do. The French Revolution was American was the influenced by the American Revolution only in so much as the French said we can defeat a bad monarch. That's all it was. And then they went the wrong direction. In the American Revolution, at least we had set goals. The French Revolution didn't. And the French Revolution ended up in anarchy, where people were killing. I mean, Rousseau was killed. And he was the one who started the French Revolution. By guillotine, by the way. Gulags were good. That's the other thing. Used for re-education. Adults sending, admits sending people they don't agree with to the gulags. That's kind of a problem. So in other words, because I don't believe in what these freaking teenagers say, I should be sent to a gulag? Um, here's a bad, here's some, here's some things. Gulags were not there for re-education. They were there for punishment. They were work camps. They were death camps. If you survived a gulag, it was good for you. Gulags were really bad. You're going to have to listen to my third part of this podcast to get where I'm coming from. The Soviet Union was not a terrible place. By the way, the gulags killed tens of, not hundreds, tens of thousands. They killed tens of millions of people. Mao had gulags too. They weren't called gulags. They were called work camps. Tens of millions were killed. Crap. The Soviet Union was not a terrible, was not terrible. They were good with women's rights, race rights, and race rights. The question is, really? They were? Hmm. This hits, a, this hits home with me because I know people who died in the Soviet Union. I know people, I, I'm assuming they're dead. They're dead now, but I'm assuming they're dead. Because I had family in the Soviet Union. And they disappeared. And I met these people. And they're all gone. And I never knew what happened to them. The Soviet Union is not a great place. You may have first heard about the women's rights thing from the New York Times when they exclaimed that sex was better in the Soviet Union. Right? Oh, sex is so much better for women back then. No, it, women and men, and they have so much better sex in the Soviet Union. No, that's not true. Um, they didn't have sex because the husbands were in the gulags, and it was only a matter of time before the women ended up in the gulags. By the way, women in the gulags were also tortured and punished, but they were also raped before they had to work themselves to death. So anyone who tells you that women's rights were extreme in the Soviet Union, they weren't. They Well, they were. Women were treated equally. They got thrown, thrown into the gulags just like the men did. They got shot in the back of the head just like the men did. They got stuck in work camps <coughs> just like the men did. And there were just as many women who died in the gulags as men. So, what a load of crap. Also, the Soviet Union wasn't much different than Nazi Germany when it came to race and creed. Those who were not of Baltic descent acknowledged religion, 
acknowledged religion or did not keep with the Soviet norms, in other words, anti-homosexuality, they were thrown into the gulags or just killed. Um, Jews, blacks, homosexuals, they were typically killed right away. So to sit there and say that the gulags were diverse is true. They were. They threw everyone in them. To say the Soviet Union was diverse, not so much. By the way, the gulags were not education camps. They were work and prison camps. There was no re-education whatsoever. And by the way, what does that mean, re-education? In other words, I believe something and I got to get stick stuck into something because... I, I don't believe in what the government believes. That's a good thing to these people. Again, no wonder they want to suppress free speech. No wonder they want to suppress gun rights. Because they want complete control. And they want to throw the people who don't agree with them into a gulag, into a prison camp, into a re-education camp, whatever they want to call it. These arguments started tyranny. We're there. We're there. I believe that we are not completely there yet. I believe that um, the Bernie bros and the far left is still a heavy minority. But we're getting there. Because these people are claiming that the only way to take control and make a utopia is to control things. Hitler did it. He failed. Um, Mao did it. He failed. Kim Il-sung did it. It's <laughs> North Korea is still the same as it was. Castro did it. I can't say it failed because they are still being oppressed in Cuba. Chavez did it. I can't say it failed because they are still living under a socialist dictatorship. I am so sick and tired of the left, the communists, the socialists, pandering in jealousy. It's poison. That's what they do. I am not jealous of Jeff Bezos. I wish I had thought of it. I'm not jealous of Mark Zuckerberg. I wish I had the technological knowledge and the intellect to do what he did. But jealousy is poison. That's It's why the Bible says it is one of the seven deadly sins. Envy. It causes death. This is the problem with secularizing countries eliminating religion. It happened to Europe during the French Revolution. It's happening to Canada. And now it's beginning to happen to the United States. The United States was raised on Western civilization, which is a Judeo-Christian moral value, and it's disappearing. Finally, <coughs> and the most important thing, which actually... Uh, basically beats on 
the previous statement is where did these idiots get all these stupid ideas? School, college, indoctrination, better known as state-funded anti-American indoctrination. And this crap has been going on for decades. This isn't like it just started. Now, when I was a kid, a lot of teachers were very liberal, but they still loved their country. That's not happening anymore. I, wow, that's a lot of, lot. I just threw a lot out there, a lot to digest. Uh, again, this is going to be a blog entry. Don't bother going to dumbasses.talkingpolitics.com because I don't have the actual links there. There is literally an hour of interviews with different Bernie supporters on this. I just hope I can get to them. I'm hoping you can get to them because the last I checked, I couldn't. Thank God I downloaded them before um, they were dismissed. So where are we right now? What can we do about it? How can we learn? That's going to be in the next podcast episode. I hope you're enjoying this. I really am. I'm really passionate about this stuff. Because I think that we're going really down a bad road. And the reason I'm going down a bad road is, well, my generation, the generation ahead of me, they're all going away, and it's going to be the youth generation. So how do we fix that? Okay, listen to Friday, and I'll talk about it. You can follow me on Twitter at RunninFool, R-U-N-N-I-N-F-E-W-L. You can download or listen to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Podcast Addict, and YouTube. Uh, you can visit www.dumbassestalkingpolitics.com. Eventually, I'm going to have a blog post entry, and it will not be like it will not be show notes. This is going to be a blog post, and it's going to have everything, including the full videos. If you want to spend two, three hours at www.dumbassestalkingpolitics, I sure hope so because it's all going to be there. You've listened to Gene. And this is Dumbasses Talking Politics. <laughs> <laughs>